0: Hello, ghosties. I'm Chance Lee.
1: And I'm Amanda McAvoy.
0: And this is That's So Gothic, a movie podcast about girls, guys, and haunted houses. Today's episode is about a house that I don't know if you want to see on Zillow or not, because like on one hand, it's got a lot of bodies buried underneath it. But on the other hand, that probably makes it pretty affordable. Like the Mm. only way I could buy a house is if a relative died and left it to me or if like a lot of people died in that house and it was really
1: yeah. cheap yeah i've had discussions yeah. about it where i i would prefer honestly a house that has some baggage because yeah. more baggage at means least a- less
0: mortgage it's <laughs> yes, at least a triple homicide at least a triple yeah um <laughs> so we're today we are talking about the night house do you guys believe in ghosts i think there's something in my house ah! took the boat out on the lake he took a, a handgun that I didn't even know that we owned and
1: did he leave a note? he did
0: you were right there is nothing nothing is after you you're safe now You said you were safe. Safe from what? And then over here we have uh da-da-da, the husband. You know that we're paying people to do that, right? You don't have to do it all yourself. Owen?
1: Everybody has secrets. It's our house.
0: But backwards. What the hell was he doing? In 2021, The Night House was directed by David Bruckner and written by Ben Collins and Luke Petrowski. It stars Rebecca Hall as Beth, a grieving widow. Evan Johnnikt, don't know how to say his last name as mm. Owen. Beth's hot as fuck, dead husband. Oh. And <laughs> he's so fucking hot. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, Stacy Martin as Madeline, a woman Owen may have been having an affair with. And this is the story of a woman trying to make sense of her husband's suicide, while also maybe being haunted by a vengeful spirit.
1: Hmm.
0: So this movie made $15.5 million. I couldn't find the budget for it but Sundance uh excuse me Searchlight pictures paid 12 million dollars for the rights to this movie at Sundance in 2020 oh. this was like the Sundance horror darling at the time oh, yeah I could see that Brian Talerico for Rogerebert.com gave it three stars he praised Rebecca Hall and her performance. Mm-hmm. He said that this is a performance that reminded him of Nicole Kidman in The Others or Tony Collette in Hereditary, two movies where if the actors don't commit 100%, the entire suspension of disbelief collapses.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I like the the connecting it to The Others. I, I see a lot of similarities in their performances.
0: Mm-hmm. And I do think she's the highlight of this movie for me.
1: Yes, she's incredible. I mean, she's just like an incredible actress. So I think it was it would be hard to not, you know, get something good out of her.
0: What else do you know her from?
1: I know her from wasn't she in what's the TV show she was in?
0: Uh da, 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 da. let me pull it up. She's someone I feel like I should know because people name her like I should know who she is, but I don't really really know her from anything else.
1: I'm wondering if I'm getting her mixed up with someone. Oh, she was in Christine. I do like Christine. The one about the news anchor. Yeah.
0: I haven't seen that yet, but I know the, the true story of it.
1: Yes. Yeah, she does a really good job in that um can't think of i could have sworn there was some tv show she was in that i really liked but i think that i'm getting confused because i don't see a television show she was even in um so for for oh Oh, and she was in iron man 3 which is my favorite
0: marvel movie so i never saw that one
1: yeah that's that's a good one you know in my opinion Uh,
0: I would confuse Rebecca Hall with Rebecca Ferguson, um, who was in Doctor Sleep and Dune. I would think they were the same person for a while. Is,
1: is Rebecca Ferguson, like, the hat lady in, um... <laughs> yes. <laughs> you okay. Yes, R-
0: Rose the Hat.
1: Rose the Hat. The hat
0: lady. Yes, so, so stupid. Yeah,
1: yeah, I get her confused with... Uh... Carla was, you know you know what I'm trying to say. We were literally just talking about her. I can't say her last name. Carla Wujino. You know. oh, like, you know. oh, really?
0: Okay. Yeah, and they're both they they're both in yeah. that they're both in that Mike Flanagan because Mike Flanagan did Doctor yeah. Sleep. They're in that they're in his orbit.
1: That's true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I think they look very similar. He has He's a, got a, type, has a casting type. Yeah
0: yeah well very similar in that in this movie stacy martin is cast as like a rebecca hall sort of look alike mm. um at least from behind yes. um i i'm very fond of stacy martin because she's in large fontrier's nymphomaniac part one oh, okay. um which is a movie that i really enjoy and she is just <laughs> an absolute she's an absolute delight in it and so i love whenever she pops up in in stuff mm-hmm. um i can't say then, i know her she's i i thought i had seen her in a lot of things but i actually haven't i've just seen her in that and she's in she's in vox lux um with natalie portman and she's in this and some other things and then the beth the rebecca hall character has a concerned friend played by sarah Mm -hmm. goldberg who's also someone i do not know but people love yeah she was on barry with uh bill Hader.
1: oh okay i've never seen it have you
0: I watched one episode.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I have no attachment.
0: Yeah, and then a hot husband in real life is married to Sasha Mamet.
1: Sasha Mamet. Why does that sound really familiar? Is she a model?
0: She's Shoshana on Girls.
1: Oh, okay. Wow, really? What a what a smoking couple.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not that like. <laughs> You know, part of me wants to say like lucky for her but also lucky for him i mean they're both like yeah gorgeous but yeah I mean, he woof, he is so hot like he's i have, so a, I'll hot. have a lot to say about him when we get to our uh gothic roundup
1: yeah he you know a little bit of a spoiler he has an amazing bubble butt he's got a big old <laughs> bubble butt
0: for yeah, for a guy that's so fit and thin, I guess it makes sense that he has like the yes. muscular butt. But like, it is, it just pops. It's like, great.
1: It's wonderful. Yes.
0: Ugh. yeah. Everything. Every angle is he's perfect.
1: Yes, he's he's great. I feel like I know him from something else too. Oh, he was in. Apparently, he was in the Empty Man. You liked that, didn't you? Was that the one? I did not like that. Oh, okay. I can't remember if I saw it and I didn't like it or if I've never seen it. I can't
0: remember. That's another, like, thriller movie, darling, that I didn't Mm. warm up to. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: He's great. Uh, He, oh, he's so, I just look at him, just look at pictures of him on my phone. (laughs) Just making my desktop background, my, my phone background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be like this is my this is my husband, he died. Yes. Like I'm just gonna tell people that mm-hmm. it'll just be like I've absorbed the nighthouse story into my life. And we'll see if anybody yeah. calls me out on it. <laughs> <laughs> just get photos
1: of him and like put them in like grayscale so it looks a little bit more tragic. And yeah, yeah I'll him. just photoshop.
0: Yeah my face on Rebecca Hall's face and like, or Sasha Mammoth's face, show us out on the town. Perfect. <laughs> but not change anything else. You know, we'll no. have all of her like couture dresses on and everything, but nobody will catch yes. on. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, um, so you, this was your first time seeing this movie, right? Yes, it was. And what did you think? I loved this movie. I,
1: Loved the atmosphere. I loved the weirdly enough, like one of the first things that stuck out to me is I love the music. I love there's like that song that keeps playing over the, you know, the music system. I don't know, something about it. Like I just really enjoyed. I thought it was like creepy, but it was so like modern radio folk punk, but like they made it creepy. I don't know. There's something about that I really enjoyed. Um I liked sort of the, you know, if you want to call it like a twist at the end, it was a little predictable, but like, I don't know. I just, there's something about it. It was just very like charming to me. It kind of reminded me of like older horror movies. Like it wasn't trying too hard. Um, mm. I don't know. I I mean, I love, I I could just watch any movie with that house in it for hours like just someone scared running through that house I could watch it Mm -hmm. for forever
0: yeah I love the house it's got so many windows it's on a Mm -hmm. lake yeah it's really gorgeous
1: yes so what is your opinion of this
0: movie so so I saw it twice I saw it in the theater um, when it came out and I didn't really like it Um, I, I did sleep through some of it when i saw it in the theater i was really tired yeah. and uh, and i would be woken up by the fucking loud music yeah. and it's it especially in the theater it was so loud yeah. and i'm just like i kind of hate when a movie isn't scary it's just loud um yes. i found that annoying and like the thing is is that like it could be, i i probably would have found it creepier if the sound design mm. wasn't at that loud cuz it's the way it's done is very eerie. Um, yeah. But that was a minor annoyance. Um, but then like, I just, we'll, we'll get into it when we do our recap. Because I think that's where most of my criticisms will come up. Or at least mm-hmm. at the end. But so on rewatch, I went in. I'm like, you know, I go in with an open mind. And I will say, I liked the first hour maybe more mm.
1: than when yeah. I saw it
0: in the theater. Because I was locked in more to the Rebecca Hall character. And I was able to find the empathy for her that I couldn't in the theater viewing. In the theater viewing, it's like, I'm sad you lost your husband, but like, you're rich as fuck. And like, let's move on. I I have a hard time finding sympathy for rich, straight white people in movies. They they go through something like, not that this is common where your husband commits suicide, but this is like not so uncommon that like there aren't ways of just dealing with this other than like you know spiraling into where she goes um but like (laughs) so this time i at least knew what the movie was and her performance is so good and i just i really felt for her and Mm -hmm. i just found it so sad and so heartbreakingly tragic um but then on the flip side when they start getting into where it starts getting plotty at p-l-o-t-t-y plotty and like horror movie like at the end I found it even dumber because I think I I think I slept through some of the lore
1: yeah <laughs> when I yeah. saw it in the
0: theater and this time I'm like wait that's what's going on I yes. I, I was like that's what's there this movie is trying to make me think is going on and I just I couldn't buy into it and I I kind of checked out even more by the end of this one
1: that's very fair because I will say probably my least favorite part about the movie is that I feel like they throw too much at, you know, like a corkboard or a dartboard at the end to try to like explain what's going on. Um yep. but I almost feel like that's it was almost charming to me cuz like I said it kind of reminded me of more like 2000s horror where it's just like ah fuck it, throw this at it cuz it was like, you know, yep. oh serial killer witchcraft like it's like it was kind of stupid <laughs> yes. but like it could have it definitely could have been like more like i don't know done better and maybe if it had been that stupid make it a little bit more fun so like i understand but uh you know there was something charming about it to me um but i can definitely understand that criticism especially with the music i can imagine if i saw that in a movie theater cuz that did annoy me there's one specific jump scare can't remember what it might be the music but i thought it was like she opened up a door or something and you know it was just like "Mm -hmm." it was like okay
0: yeah there's a couple back to back because there's a scene that we'll get to where she falls asleep herself and she's Mm. woken up by the music and that's when i literally fell asleep and was woken up by the music and was like oh christ and then um and then right after that might be the one you're talking about because then there's a series of jump scares that like yeah yeah yeah, In a pretty creepy sequence. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, someone pointed out, I don't know, a couple of years ago to me, like if a movie isn't scary, if if a scene isn't scary with that loud noise, it's not actually scary. And so, mm-hmm. I I get that.
0: And I think that's where that was one of my criticisms because I think it still would have been scary even without it being that's so true. loud. Like what happens? Yeah. It still would have been scary, but right. That's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, um, it is a very creepy atmosphere. It's a creepy movie. And mm-hmm. I did I did feel a little creep more creeped out again at the beginning until I realized where it was going. But um I'll talk more about that when we get into the gothic yeah. recap as well. But let's get into our plot summary of this movie, The Night House. We open with this beautiful uh day house, the day house. Um yes. A gorgeous, gorgeous house on a lake. There's a boat. There's some wind chimes. They've got this really gorgeous uh, stair, almost like exterior dock slash staircase that goes yeah. down a cliff to the water. So pretty. We mm. see a lot of photos of this happy couple and we see some blueprints because one of them was an architect. And we first see Beth, played by Rebecca Hall, outside the cameras inside filming her through the glass door and the movie does a lot of stuff with reflections and um, the cinematography I I do think is really strong with this Mm -hmm. movie. Um, She's presumably returning from a funeral. We'll learn that it's her husband's funeral and a neighbor or a friend or somebody gives her like a casserole, which she Mm -hmm. dumps into the trash and that goes smash right into the title card, the night house, which is really good. Rude. Yeah we uh, we get the folk song that you love Mm -hmm. um the the captions would just say folk rock song plays and (laughs) so (laughs) she listens to her folk rock and she drinks red wine and she's watching their wedding videos and crying and we start hearing like some knocks and then there's a kind of a shadow in the glass door behind Mm. her that I didn't remember seeing in the theater, but I was really looking out for stuff in the background in this movie, mm. in this rewatch to see if I'd spot yeah. stuff. Um, and then the next morning, there are some like muddy footprints going down to the dock. Yeah. So we find out that she is a high school teacher. Um, and she goes back to school and she's like grading. And, um, And looking at houses online but then she falls asleep and she wakes up and there's like guns on her monitor which is kind of wild um and then i think this scene this there's a lot of great scenes early on in this movie that i had forgotten about um so this this mom comes in and is complaining about her son hunter's great he says which hunter yes oh she how says, many hunters do you have and she goes three three
1: <laughs> three of course from 2021 that is the most <laughs> true part of this movie
0: it's so funny because like you also can't tell if she's just making it up because she just yeah. doesn't want to deal with this woman yeah um her whole performance is great here and the way she tells her how her husband committed suicide three days ago he took the boat out into the lake put the gun in his mouth and bang like and the last thing that she cares about is which hunter gets what grade at a high school elective public speaking class
1: yeah yeah
0: um and the mother is mortified and you know we get we're getting a look into beth's personality which as a quick Mm -hmm. aside like one of my critiques of this movie is we know nothing about this woman other than she's really sad about the death of her husband like we don't know what her hobbies are we don't know how they met we don't know anything about them she's just owen's widow like that might as well be her character's name and so i I would have liked to know more i like because i like this side of her personality and i would love to see it just like not related to this (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. that's a really good point, because even like the fact that she's a teacher does not play at all into the rest of the movie. Um, I feel like it just acts as a vehicle to, like have a friend in the movie, her like coworker. Um yeah. I mean, it's that is a really good point. You don't get to know her a whole lot,
0: mm-hmm. And I wanted to know more about her because she is mm-hmm. again the performance is great,
1: yeah. And she's funny. Um,
0: She's so funny and so dark about it, and yes. just so glib about it in a way that I feel like if I were unlucky enough to find myself in this situation, I, I would probably behave in a similar fashion. Mm. I feel like, yeah, yeah, or I would want to now that I've seen this movie. This would be like my model for coping, which you is would probably just like, not get a good like a decision. really
1: long brown wig,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And like, she does have some mm-hmm. good, good little outfits. You get like a little, a little strappy, strappy mule heel like a nice little cardigan
0: yeah I was surprised how high the heels were that she wore to the funeral because she comes in and before she dumps the casserole she takes her heels off and I swear she loses like four inches like she just got so much shorter Yeah. and
1: and she's already like a pretty tall woman she's just like I'm going to tower over everyone
0: at this funeral I guess that's a good power move
1: yeah yeah I might want to do that
0: yeah So we also meet her neighbor, Mel, who Mm -hmm. he doesn't get too much character development, honestly. He talks about having a dead wife and um, he'll come in later to deliver some plot exposition. But we... We get another great highlight, which is when Beth watches a video of her hot husband doing some woodworking. Mm-hmm. He's in like this sleeveless shirt and like sawing, and <laughs> and even the movie comments on it. She's like, "Hello, biceps!" Like, <laughs> this,
1: this is like directed by a man,
0: right? I know. Yeah, I know. So even it's, he's I, like yes and i love that because so many times like you get it in a hollywood movie someone who's just ridiculously fucking hot and they're gonna act like it's normal they're not gonna talk about how hot this person is yeah (laughs) so i love that they acknowledge how fucking hot her husband is yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) like and again it's like i mean it's sad that he committed suicide and they had a long marriage but we we also know nothing about her marriage but i'm really sad because he was so hot
1: he was so hot and that is that's a big loss you know
0: right and i mean they've been, we find out it we find out at some point they've been married for 15 years i feel yeah. like and he, he's the type of man that's only getting hotter he probably hadn't even peaked yet oh that's
1: so true that is so true mm-hmm. and i mean I, we haven't talked about it yet either he built the house he built the house yes what and you don't even i don't think you learn what his profession is i think you assume it's like an architect or something because of how yeah good he is at building this house but who knows maybe he had like a super cool high paying job too
0: yeah who knows yeah I mean he had to he had to have because she's a public school teacher like so he has to have a high paying job for them to be in this house
1: yeah this lake house which we'll (laughs) talk about later like no one lives on this lake like it's just them and their neighbor right right? it's her one
0: neighbor and then just like circumference of trees yeah How?
1: how anyways right.
0: yeah he's and i think they're in a, i think they're in upstate new york because she goes to like utica or something yeah. i don't know that area that well yeah
1: i thought that they were in there was something up in the beginning that led me to believe they were in california i can't remember what it was but then yeah she drives later to i think it's either utica or
0: syracuse or something yeah yeah and i think they have new york plates on the cars mm.
1: oh i didn't notice that that would make sense though
0: yeah um so she while she's mourning she's going through some of his stuff and he has like this design book where he's drawn out some floor plans but the designs get weirder and weirder and weirder Mm -hmm. and there's mention of something called a caedroia which is a celtic term for a maze and Mm. and this opposite blueprint of their house shows up yeah. in the book um so she falls asleep and she gets woken up by the folk song um and, and a text that says i'm outside and this mm. is like this is i think just the texting made me start drawing a lot of parallels between this and personal shopper
1: yes i was gonna mention that i was like oh look it we have another text message ghost
0: and the text message ghost is the creepiest thing to me. Just getting that text is so fucking creepy. Yeah, it is. And, but also like, this is a part where I started getting like really sad for the character because you see, and something that I missed in the theater, um, cause I could rewind it. You mm-hmm. s- can see their last texts before he died. And yeah. it's just that like, she was going to pick up tacos mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm so excited to see you. Uh, miss you, and she just texted back driving.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like, I know. that's the last exchange. And that just like is so devastating to me. It's like, that just really, really upset me. Yeah. Right.
1: Oh, I know. That is so sad. I feel like it's so hard because people are always like, you know, oh, treat your loved ones like they're, you know, it's your last day on earth or whatever. But You know you have to have normal interactions with them every single interaction can't be i miss you too you're my whole world and son you know what i mean and uh it's just it's heartbreaking to think that you know i i do feel like this character is probably burdened with some guilt especially Mm -hmm. because it's so unexpected Mm
0: -hmm. so oh oh yeah because basically what's happening um, if if I haven't made it clear enough with the plot summary, is that mm. like she's just she wants to know why. Why did my husband yeah. kill himself? And so that's kind of her character's main motivation. Mm-hmm. Um and now You know this kind of haunting atmosphere is starting to happen. So she calls the number, which made me realize, like, why didn't Kristen Kristen Stewart should just called? Why didn't she call? (laughs) (laughs) But also the fact that that never even crossed my mind shows me what like a millennial I guess I am. Like I never thought to call.
1: (laughs) Well, that's what I was gonna say. It's like I'm pretty sure Rebecca Hall is older than Kristen Stewart. So Mm -hmm. if I was Kristen Stewart, I would not have. You know, I personally would not call. I would never. Oh, I
0: was, I was like, go to Ballsy Move that she's calling. I, right? I love that's that. That's the most yeah, I would horrifying. Never do that.
1: Yeah. I know.
0: That's more that's... horrifying than getting the text message. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I'd rather be being killed by the ghost than have to call. Have to use the phone. Uh-huh. But so and it gets even worse because she calls and there's like a creepy voice that's like, look outside. Yeah. And But then she looks, and yeah, this is where you get hot butt shot of the husband. He's, Mm -hmm. like, Jesus standing on top of the water, like, outside. Oh, baptize me, baby. Like, it's so beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. The
1: the moonlight. He's, like, this, like, light blue color. It's just... Uh,
0: Ah, full moon. Yes. Um... (laughs) Oh, beautiful! yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, turn around, turn I' yelling in the theater, turn around
1: I start <laughs> okay. banging on the window <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> I'd be out there so fast swimming through the water, just like get me to him <laughs> So on the phone I was like
1: dude chill. <laughs>
0: The, 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 the text the text comes back go away, like blocking you. <laughs> like <laughs> New Phone, who dis like that's what the ghost starts texting me. Like <laughs> got ghosted.
1: <laughs> I got ghosted
0: by a ghost. <laughs> uh I wouldn't be surprised. That's good. I would get ghosted by a ghost. That'd be still on brand for me. <laughs> oh man, that's oh the my true God. tragedy but so um so unfortunately she she wakes up and um but she again this house she wakes up into this gorgeous bathtub she's in the bathroom the tub is like it's like a standalone tub like like would be a clawfoot tub but Mm -hmm. like modern it's like this yeah i don't know polyhedron tub
1: yeah yeah it's a beautiful bathroom
0: Oh, so pretty. And um, so she looks in the phone and all the texts that she thought she'd received the night before are not there. Mm-hmm. So she goes to his phone. Um, again, good detective work. She finds his phone to, te- to mm-hmm. see like if the messages are on his phone. Um, and that's when she starts seeing photos of this other woman that mm-hmm. um, isn't her. And is this weird? Let's see. I think. So she uh, <laughs> she goes to I, this scene I felt kind of ridiculous because she goes to her friend and she's like, "Is this me? Like yeah. <laughs> but also like, you know, it finally realizes like she doesn't even own that top. So like, of course it isn't you that's not your shirt. Yeah, like, I just think you would realize that pretty quickly that like I don't own that top. right, right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I can't keep track of all the clothes I own. Who knows?
0: Maybe I guess that's true. They are rich as fuck. She could have God knows what in her wardrobe. But that would be my first thing. I would instead of going to my friend and saying, "Is this me?" I would like Mm. go to my closet and be like, "Do I have this top? Like, is this something I own?" But um anyway we get another to me really good scene where she goes out with like the least empathetic coworkers on the planet and I love the like back and forth of I think it's like the the guy teacher
1: asks you know how did your husband kill himself he makes like kind of an insensitive joke about it but her blonde friend is like you know oh my god don't do that, don't do that. Rebecca Hall is just like no it's fine like it's just it really is. And then she asks um, if they believe in ghosts. And they're all mm-hmm. like, oh, what? One of the women goes, ghosts? How How do you mean? Like, what do you mean? How does she mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's it's, you know, it's a lovely little bar scene.
0: Well, and the male teacher asks her if the husband left a note. And That's right. And she says, she says, oh, he did. And then the other day yes. she goes, oh, she keeps it in her purse. Like, yes. she pulls it right out of her purse.
1: I forgot about that. And it has, like, blood on the corner.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. I love how morbid she is. And yeah. so she reads the note mm-hmm. and it says, you were right. There is nothing. Nothing is after you. You're safe now this will come into play later um so back at home beth tells her friend and we this movie's been going on for like 45 minutes the even the captions just say friend when the friend speaks (laughs) i was like does she not have a name yeah, And so it's not until this conversation where Beth calls her Claire and then it's mm. like the, cap- the captions are like, oh, that's it. And the ca- then the uh, captions start saying Claire. It's yeah. so funny that the captions even just call her friend up until that point. Yeah. They're like, oh, thank God we got some clarification. <laughs> it's like they're live typing it. Okay. Okay. We can stop calling her friend. Um, like we could go back and fix it. We don't have that kind of time. Yeah, um, And this is where I I'm pretty sure I slept through this the first time I saw it. So she tells her friend that Beth tells Claire that Beth died in a car accident when she was 17 and Mm -hmm. then, you know, was revived in the hospital, but wishes she could say there was, she saw a light at the end of the tunnel, but she says, quote, it's just tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a really good quote. Mm -hmm. Um, And she says that Owen is the only person she ever told that. Um, and so she's pretty sure that's what his suicide note is referring to. Right. And so this is when she then kind of falls asleep and then boom, she gets waked up, waked up. She gets woken <laughs> up by the loudest. It's that same rock song, but she gets yeah. woken up by that. But then like creepy voices over the radio and it's like, go to the door. Yeah. And so and this is when there's more jump scares because she opens the door and just like women are running by screaming. That's and, like, right. Jumping off the cliff. Yeah. And so she follows one of these women who runs and jumps off the cliff to the cliff. And she sees across the lake lights like from a house. Mm-hmm. And the voice says, go to the boat. And so she <laughs> goes down to the boat, which is like wrapped in like bloodstained plastic. Mm-hmm. And she is asking if it's this is Owen, and because these footsteps in blood come up to her. And the, and I understand, like, I, I always wonder wh- what I would do in this type of situation. Cause on one hand, it's like you're so desperate to hear from your loved one. But on the other hand, like, I would hope my loved one would not be being as creepy as fuck.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, I am such a curious person. I think I would do what she's doing, but in a very different re react. Like I would be reacting differently. Cause she she is. Mm-hmm. She's hopeful that it's Owen. You know, she's on the verge of tears. You know, I think she says like is it really you? Um I would also approach whatever it is, but I would be a lot more like, um, what the fuck
0: is
1: yeah, exactly. Like, knock it off. Like, what the hell? Um, but I am such a curious person. I would have to.
0: I would have to as well. But yeah, I would yeah. also be like, okay, I loved you for fifteen years. Like, why the fuck are you making footsteps in blood on the dock? Like, like, can like you just clean like, that up? Uh, clean it up. Can you just like I don't know, draw heart for me, like yeah. in, in some frosted glass or something, right? <laughs> like we've seen ghosts, like
1: yeah yes make that. a pot with
0: me just make a yes pot. That, patrick swayze is the only ghost that knows how to be a ghost
1: honestly truly mm-hmm. yeah all the other ghosts suck
0: oh because <laughs> they're all good. evil yeah yes. if they're not making pottery with you they are a demon and That's not true. your loved one yes 100 <laughs> <laughs> so this ghost that, that like takes her across the river i kept saying the river but the lake like ferries Mm. across the lake on this boat and this is where she sees um a house that's her house but flipped like even the the house number is backwards Mm -hmm. um and she sees women in the house that look like her and she sees her husband with women that look like her and she goes into the house and she sees herself asleep on the couch and yeah. then that's where she wakes up because now she's back in her own house. That's a that was a really good just like cinematography like trick and everything. That was a really good it shot. It
1: was. It was very trippy and it. I mean, it left me super confused. um mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. It was a very trippy
0: scene. Uh, yes, I really liked it, and this is where again I'm still into it. Like I'm still mm. into the movie at this point. Yes. Um, So she goes into his computer files, and this is where I have to take this podcast on a detour that I never thought I would. And I don't even know if you know where I'm going to go with this. So there's a file on his hard drive that says Instrumentality Project. Okay. And my favorite anime, (laughs) Neon Genesis Evangelion, is. All about something that they call the human instrumentality project and that's the only time I have seen this phrase instrumentality project in my life yeah and so I started googling instrumentality project to be like is this something that is something else yeah and 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 then then I was like okay my Google bubble is feeding me back Evangelion stuff so I Mm. asked a friend of mine I said can you Google instrumentality project Yeah, And see what comes up. And he says, it's all Evangelion. So I'm like, why is there an Evangelion reference in this movie? Because now I have to explain what the Instrumentality Project is. But to me, it doesn't have anything to do with this movie at all. So it's so bizarre. But so the instrument, so Evangelion is all about like, it's a, honestly, okay. Now that I'm talking, Evangelion is a depression allegory. And this movie is also its own kind of depression Mm. allegory. Yeah. To me, that's where that's where the two diverge. So in Evangelion, there's this thing called the instrumentality project because as humans, we're all just like, you know, meat sacks with brains, individual brains. As yeah. much as we want to connect with someone else, we never truly can because we're one organism. And right. so the goal of the instrumentality project is to dissolve all of humanity into this one like liquid type form and Ooh. all of all of human consciousness will meld into one organism and Ooh. and our deep internal desires to be connected to each other will be realized through this event um, wow and so that's what the Instrumentality Project is. And I was just like, okay, that has nothing to do with this at all. Um, I would have been like, I don't know, this yearning for connection and trying to figure it out. Right. Like, it's such a bizarre, weird little drop to have in this movie. And also the this- fact that like, no one, there's one Reddit board that like mentioned it. I couldn't find really? anything else that mentions Instrumentality Project and The Night House. So like... I need to someday interview the writers and be like why yes. is this in here so Honestly, maybe i'll send them an email see and if they answer me
1: please do i mean a that makes me really want to watch that now so i think i will put that on my <laughs> tbw um and i mean it, i <laughs> guess like <laughs> oh no what
0: I was just saying, if you, you are in for, uh, uh, a lot, if you watch Evangelion, it's, um, it's a 24 episode anime. Um, and then there's four, there's three or four movies and then a reboot and then a reboot movie series. Oh my God. But it's worth, honestly, it's worth watching because it's some of the weirdest shit you'll ever see in your life in a variety of ways. Yeah.
1: Nice. Um, I mean, the only thing I can think of is, like, because it's on the husband's laptop, and you'll find out he's sort of, like, researching a lot of methods Mm. to solve a problem. Mm. Or maybe he's just, like, a massive weeb, and he just, like really loves
0: that anime who he knows? loves it too yeah he loves it too you know oh my god. <laughs> a hot guy who had loves my favorite anime he is like my perfect husband
1: oh my god wow wow that's exactly what that was for is that was a call out specifically for you
0: someday i will find this hot guy who also loves my favorite anime yeah And I'll get at least 15 years of marriage out of it. Perfect. That's really all you need. Uh, Honestly, like, again, this is so rude, but it's like, I would take all of this happening just to the trade-off that I got 15 years married to this guy. Like, sorry. (laughs) I
1: would do it for, like, 15 minutes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll say a year and a half. I'll compromise. I need more than 15 minutes. But a year and a half. Yeah. But 15 years. That's the other thing. It's like 15 years. Yeah, 15 yeah. years lady right? like they don't even look that old so they must have gotten married young I think she does mention at some point they got married very young but also oh, okay. like they seem to have just had this perfect marriage you know we yeah. never get any flashback to them ever even having an argument or right. anything like
1: yeah. yeah yeah everything that happens after he dies is such a shock to her because she thought she knew him so well and everything and yes <laughs> You know, but anyways, that was a very interesting
0: detour. I'm glad you noticed that. I'm so glad I got to talk about my favorite anime on <laughs> our podcast. Like, I never thought I would have that opportunity. Yeah. And here it presented itself. So, okay. blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... But uh, clearly Beth has never seen that anime because she just scrolls right past it and she <laughs> she's going into his photos and she finds the photo of Stacey Martin um, at this bookstore a- along with like dozens of other women who mm-hmm. like kind of look like her. Yeah. So she then decides she's going to try to find this house that she saw across the lake in her dreams and she finds it. Um. There it is. <laughs> Which is just like wow. Um, and in this house, there's like a pipe that's almost like been bent into a heart. And yeah. inside the heart, she finds this really gruesome sculpture. I really want it. Like I want that for my house. <laughs> so, so it's a real thing oh. um, from like the 13th or century or something. Uh-huh. Um the one in the movie looks much more both violent and erotic at the same time. Mm. The original one is kind of a little lumpy, but wow. um but it's they call it the Louvre Lu- doll like the museum cuz the Louvre oh, okay. owns one. Oh.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I don't know, did you get any info on like what it means in real life or
0: yeah. Let me look that up. Cause there, what I did, what I do like about this movie is that the doll, you know, the doll and the, that thing I mentioned earlier, the Kedrick maze, or yeah. whatever, these are all like real concepts that are being kind of worked into it. Right. Um, But so this is, it's a 4th century clay figure impaled with 13 bronze needles. Mm. It is a binding spell, a type of curse, which usually someone has asked the gods to do harm to another. Interesting. And the figure represents the intended target.
1: Ooh, so it's almost like a voodoo doll in a way.
0: Very much so, yeah.
1: Yeah very very interesting i want one except i want all of the little spikes to be like fancy pens and i want it (gasps) on my desk yeah
0: you should just get one yeah with holes and you can keep your own little pins in it
1: pens or like a letter
0: opener i think would be really nice in there i love that
1: yeah I'll, i'll i'll keep my eyes peeled or maybe i'll just make one what a,
0: what a do- christmas gift yeah i'm I'll gonna get- go on etsy after this and see
1: <laughs> i'll get patrick swayze to do a pottery class with me and i'll just make it myself
0: ah oh, that would be beautiful <laughs>
1: uh
0: but this doll is creepy um yes. in in the movie um <laughs> yes. and she the, she's almost i don't know the way she just kind of like carries it back to her house yeah but um <laughs> which is just so funny um And so she meets her neighbor again, um, and he had kind of, she met him on the way to the house, um, and it kind of seemed like he was trying to get her to go turn around,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and so he admits that once he saw Owen, her husband, go to the house with a woman who was not Beth, Mm -hmm. and then later, Owen came to Mel's house kind of dirty and upset. And telling him, you know, he had these dark urges Mm -hmm. and, but he wanted Mel to keep it a secret.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So that night, Beth goes back to the house and she finds that care book. It has like a little maze on the front that almost looks like a Celtic knot. And Mm -hmm. she's reading about how this, the purpose of this was to build a maze to confuse dark spirits. Mm -hmm. And, this is when she starts hearing footsteps in the house and there's a kind of a spooky moment where the top of a column looks like a face and then the face turns to look at her, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, But so the next morning she ends up finding this bookstore from Owen's photos and she goes there and I, (laughs) um, what, go on. I was going to say,
1: I don't, I don't know if this is what you were going to say. I, that's a real bookstore. I looked oh, it up on really? that. I forgot about it until you just mentioned that she actually goes to it. Um, and I do think I saved it to my places. I think it's about five hours from us. Um uh, uh-huh. yeah, let's see. Yeah, books and melodies, right? I think that's it. Yeah, books and melodies. Yep, yeah, it's in Syracuse, but that's right outside of Utica. I wonder if they said it was Utica in the um movie. But yeah, real place. The sign is real. Like if you look at the pictures of it on Yelp, like that's what it's called. Very cute.
0: I love that. In my mind, I thought, this is probably a real bookstore. They just changed the name. So I can't believe it's the same name. That's what I thought, too.
1: Yeah. Yep. Nope. Everything is the same.
0: Well, no offense to Books and Melodies, but I love how unhelpful the clerk is. And I just feel like that's really on brand, honestly, for small bookstores. Like people yes. love local businesses and small bookstores. And I don't know why, because I always have terrible experiences with people who just like are like this guy. <laughs> like, like she even says what she's looking for, and he says, "Oh, you probably mean this instead." But yeah. like, I'm just like, oh my god, I hate this man. <laughs> so
1: unhelpful she asks like you know which to be fair is kind of a big ask like you know who bought this book and did he buy anything else yeah like that's a big ask but you know if you went into like you know if he had just bought this book on amazon she could easily find out everything else he got yes that's why that's why you shop local is so that when you die your loved ones can't find out what you purchased
0: your purchase history is safe Mm -hmm. exactly that's the big reason so at books and melodies she finds madeline played by Mm stacy martin and one thing like i mean i again i don't know how i'd react in this situation but it's like it's not this girl's fault that beth's husband was a a cheater um but she's so mean to her
1: immediately right off the bat like she's so mean she does not believe this girl i mean and like this girl too she's uh, i'm i'm assuming she's like younger she looks like a college kid like she she didn't know anything so yeah i feel bad for her
0: i did too because she just gets cornered she even calls for help for the other guy who never shows up by the way again totally unhelpful um and yeah, so she, she, uh, Beth corners Madeline and is yeah, very mean to her. <laughs> um, and then also just like very bluntly and brutally tells her how Owen killed himself as well. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and then, so after, she doesn't really get any information out of Madeline. So then Beth goes to Claire's house and uh, that's her teacher friend. And mm-hmm. her teacher friend is trying to tell her to drop all of this. Like, The movie doesn't quite get to the territory of my least favorite movie conceit, which is something crazy is happening to me and none of my friends believe me. Yeah. like That's my least favorite plot.
1: And the movie doesn't
0: quite get there, but it it reaches its toes up there because Claire is really doing nothing to help her friends. She's just telling her to drop it right
1: yeah which is such weird advice because like i can understand being worried about you know your friend who is clearly struggling with this but i think i like i don't think that um rebecca hall's character i can't remember her name is not acting irrationally like of course if your you know partner kills themselves and you don't know why and you find out all these weird pictures on the phone of course, you're going to want to know why. Like, some people might be like, oh, let it lie. But, like, if I knew someone who did that and they wanted to find out why, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's go. Like, let's figure uh-huh. it out. Like, some people just need that closure. It's, it's, Claire's a very strange character me- to me in this movie. I actually kind uh-huh. of was thinking that she would somehow be involved in the creepiness because uh-huh. my, my, <laughs> it's bad but my rationale is i was like okay in movies like this usually the supportive or like the friend who's trying to like get you to like just let it go would be the elderly black man and so why did they also include claire um yeah. that's what my mind was thinking um uh-huh. she's a very odd character and um i don't know if you were going to bring it up or if there's anything else with the scene you were going to say but I think at the end she tells her um Claire tells Rebecca Hall what is her character's name again
0: <laughs> exactly Beth
1: <laughs> Claire tells Beth like that she loves her and it's this like kind of weirdly poignant moment and it's like I've told my coworkers I've loved them but it's never like I don't know it was it was very weird tone I feel like when she said
0: it and Beth doesn't respond.
1: No, no,
0: she doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's such an odd dynamic. Yeah, it is. It is. And so at home, Beth is drunk again. Mm-hmm. She, I, I think, one thing I I realized in this rewatch is how much she drinks like she drinks an excessive amount which i uh I, i do already and i don't even have a dead hot husband um so you know so i do feel for her um but so and so she's just drunk and like yelling at the ghost like, come on, you know, she's like, she's almost like Jennifer Love Hewitt, like, what are you waiting for? You know, she's just like, <laughs> yes. spinning in her living room. Um, and of course, there's a knock at the door, bang, 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 but um, it's Madeline. Um, mm-hmm. so, and so she comes in and she says that she did go to the creepy mirror house with owen Mm -hmm. and he showed her the creepy statue and he started crying and even like choked her a little bit
1: yeah there's a kind of funny line that she says where she says something about how like he was so excited to show me this house even though it really wasn't that much i don't know that was very funny to me and very like Telling of a, like a white man, just like... He <laughs> just reminds yeah, me I, of all the time in college, like, yeah, I, I built my own bed frame. Wow, it's so nice.
0: <laughs> He's just so proud oh. of himself. He's like a Ken. Yeah. Thank you, Barbie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, and, and, and so she says that Owen told her that he had to quote, end it for good. And we're mm-hmm. assuming this is like shortly before he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, so Madeline leaves. Um, Beth starts drinking again. And then she goes out to the night house in the pouring rain and she finds like bodies under the floor. Mm-hmm. Like
1: really decomposed bodies.
0: Yeah, they're, like, in plastic, and there's some hands and feet and stuff. So back home, she leaves a voicemail for Claire, who doesn't answer. Um, Again, just text her, but anyway. um, And so then she goes to take a shower, and the folk rock starts playing again. And the fog, she goes to check it, and the radio turns off, and she turns back around, and the fogged up glass says, here. Mm And so then she has this very like almost like erotic embrace with this ghost. The ghost shows up and you can see her skin where it's like being touched by something invisible.
1: Yeah, I did like that. And I liked because I think the first thing she does is she touches what is assumed to be like the ghost's face and the camera just like gets really close and you can see the indenting of her fingers. I did really like that.
0: It's really well done. This is a really well done scene mm-hmm. and she is, you know, locked in this, you know, she thinks she's reunited with her husband, but then he says, I'm not Owen
1: yeah. <laughs> and
0: she sees another woman in the mirror and Owen killing her by slamming mm-hmm. her head into the mirror. And then the same thing happens to Beth, which gets her transported into this mirror world. And she keeps seeing other women in states of peril and Mm -hmm. the negative space ghost, she keeps seeing the negative space always looks like a face. And the ghost drags her, I think by her hair into this Christmas scene where Owen is with Beth by a crackling fireplace. Mm -hmm. And this is where we get the info dump of the movie where the spirit reveals that he has been trying to convince Owen to kill Beth because he almost had her when she died when she was 17.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: Owen, again, because he's the perfect husband, has been trying to trick this spirit to save her. Right. And now he, he's finally come to claim her now that Owen is dead. Yeah. And I have so many thoughts, which again, I'll get into in a bit. But number one is like, oh, this is final destination. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> This went from, like, brooding, like, sad psychological drama to Final Destination in, like, two that's seconds. so
1: funny. Maybe that's the aspect that I'm like, oh, that's charming, and it reminds me of a 2000s movie, is it's yes, Final because it is! Yes! That's so funny. Oh, my thoughts on it is, thank God Owen was hot and charming, because he had to lure a lot of women. I mean could you imagine if she married just some like average joe schmo like you would never follow him to a house in the woods but because it's owen bubble
0: butt just lambs to the slaughter i kind of want that movie i want the night house but a comedy where she's married to like an ugly guy who's just trying to trick this spirit but no one will fall for him
1: well and i think actually that's a i i love the aspect of the movie when you find out that he's this murderer um i love that storyline and i kind of i almost wish that this movie was from his perspective or at least more of the movie was like from his perspective or something i just i don't know i i did really enjoy that storyline so i would see that movie too maybe they'll do a nighthouse too Nighthouse 2 Owen comes for Just, you.
0: Yeah, the cinematic universe of the Nighthouse. Yeah. Why not? Other lesser movies. I mean, if the boy can have a sequel, which I love, but if the boy can have a sequel, the Nighthouse yes. can have a sequel. Honestly. But I do have many thoughts on this that we'll get into <laughs> at the end. Um, and I keep saying this because I don't want to forget. <laughs> um <laughs> so we do get a lot of like really great cinematography here because so she gets like twisted into the shape of the statue and Mm -hmm. there are these two moons in the sky she's kind of trapped between these two things and then um in the more then we kind of cut to the morning and claire shows up so what what i want to talk about when we get into the gothic recap is like what is real and what isn't Mm. and so so we can assume that obviously the phone call that beth made to claire actually happened because claire shows up um, but she just sees Beth in this boat by herself with the gun and yeah. she, and the spirit is trying to tell her to kill herself. And so, um, Beth, Claire swims out there, um, yeah. which is wild. And then like drags her back to shore. And then Beth is kind of on the dock and looking out and there's the boat and there's a shadow that looks like a figure. And Mel says there's nothing there, and Beth says I know, and then. Mm.
1: Yeah, the I will say that ending was overall a little disappointing. It didn't really have a whole lot of emotional weight. I mean, mm-hmm. it was hard to have any sort of emotional weight when the person rec- like you know who is sort of doing the rescuing and the you know getting her back to solid ground literally is this character who is like not developed and very like strange to have there. Um, Yeah. It is, you know, I I didn't think too hard on like the, what is real and what isn't. I was just there for the vibes. Um, So, but you're right. Like so much of it could have just taken place in her head.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think well, we'll get into it after our break, mm. but we'll talk yeah. a little bit about it because part of it it depends on, and I I like the movie in in, in a certain way and not in yes. a certain way. So we'll we'll get into that after our break. Woo-hoo. All right, Ghosties, we're back with our Gothic Roundup. All Gothic films have four elements: a girl, a guy, a house and a haunt and i think this movie is rich with these things Mm. and i thought it was funny i think because i just dismissed the movie outright but you were the one that mentioned this movie for the podcast and i was like nope because i just didn't want to talk about it but then the more i think about it like this movie is overflowing with gothic yes
1: yeah i had really strong characters yes i actually had a friend recommend it um she's only like partially familiar with the podcast i think she's thrown on a couple episodes so hi nicole if you watch this rude. yeah um
0: yeah right, but <laughs> yeah, also listen, rude yeah listen more yeah, yeah
1: let's go Yeah,
0: listen more share
1: yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like like we said at the top you know i've never seen this movie before and so i was like yeah i'll definitely bring it up because it has the word house in it like it's gotta be you know pretty gothic I don't know um, true. and obviously I'm very happy that we watched it I liked it a lot and I also have really liked listening to you talk about it but uh yeah it is quite quite rich in in a gothic category so I'm excited to get into it
0: yeah so we have our girl Beth mm-hmm. and she is really interesting to me and this is where like this is where I feel like Beth. We're like, <laughs> so so two things. One, even though I don't really like this movie as a whole, I think there's a lot to talk about, which I do greatly appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, the second part is, I don't know if there's a lot to talk about intentionally. And that's kind of where, thirdly, I'm going to make this whole metaphor that doesn't quite make sense, but I feel like Beth in that Beth is trying to piece together the story of her husband and I'm trying to like piece together this movie. And I feel like, both of us are looking for the best in these things that have mm-hmm. let us down, <laughs> yes. um, and and we might just be making shit up to do that. And so, hear me out. Okay, <laughs> right. hear me out. So, for, for in my opinion, there's two things happening in this movie. Yeah. One, uh, Beth had this presumably perfect marriage with this hottest fuck man who killed himself. She doesn't not know why. She finds out he was a serial killer. Uh-huh. That's what's happening. Yeah. Then to me, all the haunt, all of that stuff, all this final destination shit is in her head. And she has created that because she cannot come to terms with the fact that her husband was a serial killer. And she has to justify it by saying, My husband was a serial killer to protect me. Mm. And she can't, she comes up with this convoluted story. Because that's her only way of coping with it. Because she cannot admit that this perfect man that she knew for 15 years was someone who she didn't know. But yeah. if she can rationalize it by saying, he did this to protect me, yeah, then, then she will, like, have some sort of sense of closure. But then the way the movie ends implies that, like, this is still going to be hanging over her, you know, regardless. Right. She hasn't yeah. come to the truth yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely a I don't know if this is the right word a productive way to think about the movie because <laughs> <laughs> I was almost thinking what if it was like um what's the term a fully where it's like a shared delusion between the two of them
0: what oh. if they
1: both are kind of, because she says something about how he's never really been, like, the depressed one. She's always been the one with that shit, is I think what she says.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, You know, going through the trauma of whatever happened to her at 17. I mean, this is all, like, I have not thought about it as much as you thought about your theory, but, like, that could be sort of, you know, additionally, maybe they're both kind of, because he, you know, He is doing weird shit. And obviously serial killers are not not normal. I know. Crazy take. Uh, (laughs) Whoa. But he is doing really like the whole, and again, this might just be the movie throwing shit at a board because there's like witchcraft element. There's the you know, Irish folktale element. There's the like alternate dimension element kind of thing Mm -hmm. um but yeah I mean I definitely think a lot of it is psychological one way or another whether or not the like haunting is real I think even if it's real it's it's a you know it's a very psychological issue
0: yeah either way we're getting into the psychological drama of it and Mm -hmm. i think what made me almost double down on my theory in this one is because i did realize how fucking drunk she is throughout most of the movie
1: and like
0: and and for a movie that's so realistic like she literally gets dragged into a mirror dimension and like i'm i'm reading things like Mm. online where people are Uh, writing about this movie like at face value and I don't remember if it was on the wikipedia or something but they're like when she's in uh, and they start calling the um the bad guy if you want to call it the bad guy nothing with a with a capital n um as if his name is nothing um Mm -hmm. and so they're like when when beth is in nothing's realm and I'm just like oh my god this is like yeah this is like a a, a ch- like goosebumps or something like I'm just gonna can't. say like
1: <laughs> this is not this is not in, in it is this is not an insidious movie like that's the whole right. thing with insidious yeah like this is not that and I do fully agree with that whether or not there is some sort of like spooky happenings like I you know even if you want to look at like the mirror realm or something it's like uh, it's mo- it's most likely just like it's funny that you brought up like the drunk thing because she never acts drunk either. You know what I mean? Like she's never stumbling around.
0: Oh, so, she's a hardcore alcoholic. She's like yeah, because she's like she's like black out drunk. Like she right. is drinking and waking up in other places. Like yes, like hardcore.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's got she's got some stuff to to deal with more than just the ghosts.
0: Yeah. And I think, again, this is just me trying to make the movie better, you know, but maybe I I, I like to think that this was maybe the intention. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, because I just the movie works so well as this depression story as a story of like, when when you lose someone to suicide, people are often so desperate to put it together. And that question is often impossible to answer. And you can only make your best guess based on what you find and so you know sh- sure she's finding these weird books they might not have anything to do with it that's you know like true. i've got a bunch of weird ass books in my apartment that doesn't mean that like my life philosophy is like based on them you know like that's it's just... true so yeah. like that's why i think she's head canoning you know at, at this yeah. story about her husband to make him into this savior
1: yeah i really really like that take a lot actually I would be interested to re-watching it to re-watch it with that in mind
0: Yeah I might I'm gonna I haven't done a lot of re- research like um, yeah. reading if there's like scholarly articles on it mm. and stuff but I might try to see if people will back me up. I got so sidetracked by Evangelion that I didn't have the time
1: yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> but okay. also so also oh go on
1: I was just gonna ask did they? Ever really, because I'm like trying to think of it now, and I think actually that would make a lot of sense with him just sort of being this like serial killer. Because did they ever really explain why he killed himself? Like, did so, like, it would make more sense to me that he was just the serial killer because the last girl, the one that she speaks to, she gets away just by saying, like, stop it. And he's like, Mm -hmm. okay. And then it's implied that he goes and kills himself. So, because that was always sort of a a hole in the plot for me is, well, why did he think just, and I think maybe it's implied that he thought killing himself would just stop his, stop everything, like his urges to, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Like, I don't know if that's a movie plot hole or if it's a plot hole in Beth's logic, you know? Right. Right. You could look at it that way.
0: <laughs> I think it could be a little bit of both because, yeah, part of it just doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. I feel like, you know, because we're still like, oh, he's a, he's a serial killer with a heart of gold. You know, he's he, still, he, yeah. he might have killed these other women, but he still didn't want to kill his wife, you know, so he yeah. killed himself. Um, but then, like, also, so if if what we take, if we take the ghost story as real, then uh-huh. we get into, um, to segue into the guy element. A lot of times mm. the gothic guy If he's not explicitly terrible, he's a terrible communicator. Yes. And we've ended up with that with Owen. Because let's say Beth's headcanon about this ghost, this Final Destination ghost is true. Mm
1: -hmm. Then we
0: have two things. He could have just fucking told her. Right. Like, babe, I'm really sorry. I've been killing all these other women to protect you. And, like, that would be its own thing to work out. Right. Um. Also, then she interprets the suicide note, which says there is nothing. Like, oh, he meant capital N. Like, yes, <laughs> and like, and it's so dumb because it just, instead it just like say like, there is nothing. Parentheses, an actual evil entity that has been chasing you since you died when you were seventeen. Like, he was not under any sort of like duress to write this note it's not like he was hastily scrawling it out <laughs> like like spell I... it out like <laughs> seriously that is true that is true so yeah so he's either like serial killer with a heart of gold mm-hmm. or like serial killer who's also like a himbo he's just really stupid yes. like just and so either brain. one is possible but yeah <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Poor Owen. Poor Owen. At least he's hot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is true. And he undressed before killing himself, so now his ghost will always be naked.
0: Yes, because your your ghost appears and what you were wearing when you died. I don't yeah. want to something think, really cute when I die.
1: Yeah. Do you think that's why he did it? Why he undressed? Because I was always very confused about that. But maybe he did it because he just knows.
0: But oh, then again, that's if, a good yeah. point.
1: Yeah. Maybe he want, wanted to be naked.
0: Because yeah, he wasn't nor it wasn't like a Lizzie Borden thing, because it's not like he showed up to yeah. the neighbor's house all naked. That
1: would have right. been really funny
0: if yeah, the it neighbor been. was like was like, Beth, girl, once your husband showed up butt ass naked and like two things. One, I understand why you've been married to him for 15 years. <laughs> Good job, bro. but also he promised that I would never tell you. Like, but girl. Yeah. <laughs> Like I knew there was something going on there and I was right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Wasn't just the
0: house. We (laughs) we gotta remake this movie with like a sense of humor. Um (laughs) Well, anything else on our girl or guy before we move on to our house and our haunt?
1: Um I don't think so.
0: Excellent. Um so house gorgeous. Amazing. Lake house, beautiful, lots of windows. it's so yeah it's so nice
1: yeah.
0: um also good horror movie house because like you know the first thing in a horror movie is like oh crap I've got all these windows yeah <laughs> like there's nothing I can do about it right right
1: yeah the floor plan is a little bizarre there's sort of like an office it seems like it might be in like a basement or something I'm not sure or like at least on a lower level because I think it's built up on a hill Um, obviously too, Mm -hmm. there's the point that Owen built it, you know, I'm sure there's some symbolism there that someone smarter than me could point out, but, um, you know, he builds it. And then, you know, I don't know if you have anything else to say about the original house, but then you have the mirrored house, the mirror dimension,
0: Mm -hmm. which is just like bunch of plywood. Like it's not even finished
1: it's not even yeah it's uh what 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 did she say he was really proud of it (laughs) I don't know why
0: (laughs) yeah that and that is one of the things that pokes holes I think in my theory as well because like Mm. if I was a serial killer like I don't it was let's say if I was a girl being targeted by a serial killer and this guy took me out to this creepy plywood house in the woods right I'd be like "Mm." Mm. but again he is so hot I don't know he could take me anywhere
1: put your blinders on it's a little yeah. confusing too because i think well the the girl um what's her name was it madeline or something so yeah. yeah she says that she's been to their house that's how she knew how to get there so did he drive up into the driveway of this beautiful house the women were probably like oh my god this is where he lives and then he was like no follow me <laughs> it walks them
0: Like a long way.
1: So
0: So bizarre.
1: Like, oh my god. I thought I was getting this beautiful house with this beautiful bathroom.
0: (laughs) Maybe it's like first we have to go here and then we graduate to the the bigger
1: house. Right, right. Yeah. This is believe me, this is just as impressive. (laughs) <laughs> and that's why she was like, he
0: was so proud. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like they did film in Syracuse, as you said. Mm-hmm. And okay. this this was like it's sort of a real house. Like there, yeah. there was a house, but then they kind of like built on to it. Um oh, interesting. for for the movie, even though it it seems like they Like, they they built... It's almost like they built sets onto the house, if that makes sense. Because the house was owned by someone else. Like, it's not like they owned the house.
1: Right. And
0: they said... The filmmakers said they weren't allowed to film in the master bedroom, probably because there's someone living there. So they had to, like, kind of add on to the house. Interesting. um, Which would be fascinating. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I wonder if there's, like, a behind-the-scenes on that, because... I can't think of any other movie we've talked about that has something like that.
0: Yeah. Usually yeah. they just like maybe film in three houses and pretend it's one because it's movie magic, but not yeah, that they yeah. literally changed the exterior of an existing home.
1: Right. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Very cool. I would love to, maybe someday I'll be rich enough where someone will film in my house and <sighs> yeah. add a wi- add a wing onto it.
1: Right. And I'd be like, no, no, stay out of my room. No, no. yes. you
0: can't <laughs> film it here
1: <laughs> no cameras please
0: <laughs> so on to the haunts we talked mm-hmm. a bit about our haunt and it being inspired by a little bit of real life things like the creepy doll and mazes and stuff mm-hmm. and ghosts um, anything else to add to that um
1: spooky folk music folk rock music it's always scary um yeah i'm not a folk fan yeah Yeah, that's another thing that made
0: me less sympathetic to them i'm like oh this hot rich white couple listening to this music like i just don't care
1: (laughs) i am a fan but i would be very concerned if it just randomly started playing like i don't know play something more upbeat or something um i don't think there's really a whole lot else to say with the haunt I wish there was more, I don't know, creepy things in the lake. That's what this needed a lake monster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: I keep, I think if my, if I was in this scenario, the radio would be blaring Spice Girls Wanna Be.
1: Ooh, yeah. Like that's the one that's art like always queued up.
0: That's our song. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because
0: whenever I'm at someone else's wedding, I, I hound the DJ until he plays Spice Girls Wannabe
1: that's right and so
0: I can only imagine that should anyone be unlucky enough to marry me that mm-hmm. we will play Spice Girls Wannabe at the reception of my own wedding
1: yes mine would probably be um picture by Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow
0: oh dear I- god <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i heard that recently at like trader joe's or something
1: that song (laughs) is always queued up and ready to go wherever i am that's my like great karaoke song i get someone to go up there with me i'm kid rock of course okay Um, yeah so that would be that would be mine personally i think that would be really fun to wake up in the middle of the night to just like stuff to drink you
0: away and the kid Rock.
1: <gasps> <laughs> that would be so fitting for this movie what
0: that's true that
1: song oh my god this is just it's a two-hour long music video for pitcher by kid rock and Cheryl crow
0: oh, i would love that
1: yeah
0: yeah we'll make it happen <laughs> that's an opportunity <laughs> Really, maybe they just, they probably just couldn't, it's a low budget movie, they couldn't afford the license. Yeah,
1: they couldn't license that, yeah. They probably
0: wanted it, they wanted that song, but this was their yeah. second choice. It, yeah, yeah, probably, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else you want to add before we decide if this is gothic? Well, I don't think so, I think that's it. So what do you think, is it gothic? So, well, I think this gothic. is one of the, I think this is like a very modern gothic mm. like it has all the elements but not in a configuration that we're used to seeing yeah and i feel like this is a really fresh almost new type you know we have what we have like our victorian gothic we have our american gothic right. and i feel like this is like a real modern gothic
1: yeah i agree it's it's one of those ones where it's it's kind you know it's kind of hard to like give it the hundred percent stamp of approval but when you look at it objectively it has a lot of gothic elements there is something about maybe like the tone and the fact that it's probably a lot of psychological you know mm-hmm. issues and it's very
0: domestic
1: yes yeah so it can be like a little bit hard to think of it that way but i i think so i think it is
0: yeah i yeah. agree gothic the mm-hmm. gothic nighthouse well, that's it. That's it. That's it for the Nighthouse Gothic. That's it. A new, yes. new, new frontier for Gothic. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Amanda. And thank you, Ghosties, for listening to us break down the Nighthouse. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can rate and review us on Spotify and answer our little poll questions. And drop us an email at sogothicpod at gmail.com. And until next time. Stay ghosty. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
1: Bye.